Welcome to the Alive For Now podcast. Thanks for listening. Aloha, everyone. I've really been wanting to share with all of you some of the practices from my book, which is called Alive For Now, Using Death as a Teacher to Thrive in Life. The practices I included in there all have to do with addressing things that are often very easily ignored throughout life, but reveal themselves to be very important, in my opinion, when death comes close. And I came to realizing the importance of these things from navigating illness myself and from working in hospice and in the hospital and just through this sort of strange journey that I've been on for the past few years. It's been pretty intense and I also see it all as a blessing too because I've just come to realize some of the things that we could use now to inform our lives and those are things that I just have this passion to share. It's what led me to writing the book. It's what's led me to sharing in this podcast right now. And one of these themes has been around regret. I reference a book in my book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. It was written by a hospice nurse named Bronnie Ware out of Australia. And she kept on finding these common themes around regret, which she compiled, she shared in a blog, and it later went viral. She ended up writing a book about it, and I think it's helped inform a lot of people's lives. And the regrets she shared... In my experience, people are often very surprised to hear them. When I've shared them in speeches or just in conversation, people have said I did not expect those to be the regrets. And again, I'm quoting Bronnie on this, but she included the first one to be, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. And this one really inspires and informs my life the most because I really do feel that Simply being authentic can be one of the most difficult things in life. It's the most ironic thing, but I just keep finding how true that is. It's like if we do something where we don't care as much, if we don't have as much skin in the game, in a way it's easier, but in another way it's um, we know we're kind of ignoring something on a deeper level, I think. And two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Pretty difficult in our culture. <laughs> Three, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And five, I wish I had let myself be happier. And what I do in the book, I have lots of reminders over our mortality, really, just to use that as a tool to inform our lives in every moment. And with this, I just encourage everybody to consider if it were your last day, since we never really know, which of these might have the potential to be true for you? Or even if it's around another person, is there somebody that you haven't reached out to like what is one action step that you can take when considering this truth to help reconcile it so it might be something like yes reaching out to somebody and you haven't done that and you don't even know why you haven't been talking it's just too uncomfortable at this point um, it, yeah it could be reorganizing your life um, there's so many things that are just unique to each of us and another part that I just really want to share about regret because this is one of the harder chapters for me to write because I kept on coming into this paradox where if I looked at anything that I regretted, um, that I looked back on, I'm somebody who says that there are no, no regrets, but there are things that I you know, wish might have been different, that I wish didn't happen, and yet those things I couldn't take, wouldn't really want to take back because they've in some way made me who I am now. And that is, I feel like that's helped a lot in my journey just with some things that have been really difficult, even with having an illness, even with having a tumor that um, felt just so horrifying all the time, and it still does in some ways, thinking that this tumor could come back, it could spread. But at the same time, 
I would have never even come into the importance of this work had that not happened. I can't imagine anyway. I And I don't think I would have had taken the time to write this book, even though I felt so compelled to, had I not felt the urgency to do so sooner than later. So even something like that I can see not as a regret, but as a as a blessing. And so, yeah, the first part of the practice is to is just to you know, reflect on those regrets, see what might be true for you, do something to maybe change it. And then the second part is just to try to work on that whole idea of reconciling something within yourself from the past, maybe noticing the blessing in it, or opening up to somebody about it, finding some way to let go of those things that can be really difficult to let go of. So thank you for listening to the short podcast today. Have a good one.